Planet Fitness. I will go with you. And you know what I'm going to do tonight? When I go tonight, I'm going to get on the um, on the treadmill and I'm going to run. You didn't even believe yourself when you said that. No, I'm going to run. I'm going to run. I'm going to run. I'm not going to start no workouts until I meet with him on Wednesday. I'm not telling you to. But I'm going to run since I'm there. And I'm going to sign up, get, all my little, get my little card, show them that I signed up online. They're going to give me my little card and stuff. And I'm going to probably lay in the water machine. I'm getting a massage. Can I tell you, all the years I've been in Planet Fitness, I have never gone. I'm lying. I went once. But yeah. Was it nice? It was okay. I'm it feels it. very manufactured. It feels like fake. But I think you would like it because you like that stuff. Um, I like what stuff? Fake stuff? I am Marcellus. I am the TV guy. And my name is Ken, and I am the movie guy. And together we're a hot mess. Oh my god. There's a target on my back. I'm always under attack. He can improve on his posture. Because the way he's standing right now, he's gonna look like a snail at 62. Kenneth makes a good uh, jailhouse top ramen. Um, Kenneth. Okay. No. You just like that stuff, like that they have, the extra stuff. Like, you seem like the kid that would have, like, rode the, like, horse machine for 25 cents at the grocery store. And you wouldn't do that? No, no, no. God, no. Why not? I wouldn't be caught on that. Why wouldn't you want to ride the horse in front of the grocery store? You haven't I'd said rather, why. I'd rather go ride a real horse. Oh. I get it now. Tell me. No, it's fine. I get it. You don't have to share more than you're more comfortable with. Get it. You want to ride a real horse? Yeah. No, Got not it. I want to. I would rather. Yes, I get it. I get it. Because of your preference. Because of my preference? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does that mean? Because of your sexuality. Because of my sexuality? You prefer to ride a real horse. I oh, get okay. it. I get it. And I support your right to choose from the LGBTIA plus community. And so what does that say about you? That you'd rather lay in a bed with water jets shooting all through your Is body? Is that what it is? Water jets? Or is it like a massage? It's water jets that feel like a massage. Yes. I like that. Why? Because it's relaxing. And I like water. Is it though? I don't know. I've never been in it. We'll see. I'm going to take your word for it. And I'm excited about it. My word was it's not relaxing. It's Well, you said I would like it, though. You said, I, but you would like it. Yeah. And that's when I'm going to I'm gonna trust that you know me. And that is a good thing. I'm excited about it. Can you not slam so hard on my TV stand? Okay, I'll be sure not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth Are we starting? I had a whole thing I was going welcome to my fave and everything You can still You can still do that But it don't have the same thunder no more Kenneth It. Listen What did Dr. Meyer say? I have he to said to you, unfriend you. No, no, no. That's not what he told me. He, well, he, that's what he told me he was going to tell you to tell me. But oh, okay, really, what it is. Because y'all got a special relationship. We do. How do you think I'm paying for this? <laughs> I need you to understand. <laughs> the money don't grow on trees. So, um, I'm going to give you space to exist and okay. hold space. Marcellus, what did you want to say to me? I wanted to say, Ken, mm-hmm. can you give me space to exist? 
Of course. Now let's make the heart cup with our hands. Heart cup. And I want you to breathe into it. And I want you to say your affirmations. I am beautiful. Well, Dr. Mike said you don't have to say the big part because it has a negative connotation. Uh, Ooh, ooh, uh Limp Mike. Marcellus Mike just went droop, droop. He just went droop, droop, droop. Anyway, <laughs> Kenneth, welcome to my face. I'm so excited to be here as a guest on this show. Are you excited? You yes. know what? You really are. You're I've been guest. waiting to so, come here all week. My co-host didn't show up today. Oh. So I called you and I said, hey, Ken, I really need a guest on my face because I, am, I can't do it by myself. I am so excited that you called me, I'm so that glad. you showed that you were vulnerable because that's also you showing courage. Yeah, it's hard for me to show that I'm vulnerable. You know, Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. Love that woman. Yes. She talks about vulnerability and courage. And I like her because she cuts. Yeah, I love her so much. And I learned so much from her because I'm like, you know, I want to be more vulnerable. Good. Because I don't let like people being hug vulnerable. You? No. No, no, no. You're not ready then. That's too far. To step in the arena with no, us. No. She didn't say nothing about letting nobody hug you. That's you being vulnerable. No, I think that's what you chose. I do not have to let people hug me to show that I'm vulnerable. I think you do. I don't think I do. Ah, thank you, do. Well, what credentials do you have backing you mm-hmm. to support that statement? C O G I C. Enough said. <laughs> whatever and is the said B-I-B-L- in the <laughs> whatever is said in the culture church is true. Basic instructions before leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth Brown. As soon as I said that, Marcellus, he died laughing because he knew you couldn't come against culture. I can't come against the culture. I had a whole culture national convention against me. Oh. God, Kenneth, yes. I want to let everybody know that you have a new uh, body modification. Oh, you have a nose ring. Uh, you know what? You made it seem as like I got liposuction. Well, I mean, Marcel, is that's what it is. Now? It's a body modification. It's not a body modification. I didn't modify my body. Well, how are you going to feel when you get to the gates of heaven? What do you mean? They got metal detectors. <laughs> what? <laughs> What do you think God's going to say? The Lord's going to know. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what they're going to say because I got to host this, uh, my cousin's 50th wedding anniversary, wedding anniversary, and they very church, church of God in Christ. And when I walk in with this nose ring, I don't know if they're going to pay me. They're going to look at you like, uh-uh. Right. But I've been putting a lot of pictures on social media, so it ain't got no excuse. I think it looks wonderful, Ken. Thank you very much. I think it fits your face. You were very nervous about it and everything. I was. And I want y'all to know that Ken usually tells me everything, and he lied to me. I asked him, I said, Ken, did you get your nose ring? He said, no. I chickened out and I believed him Mm because I just wouldn't think that he would lie to me but you learn more about people the more you hang out with them I wanted to surprise him and I found out that Leo actually means Lio so he leads Leo actually (laughs) leads a lot means leadership (laughs) leadership no leadership (laughs) everyone and O stands for omnipotent <laughs> Welcome to the Leo podcast. <laughs> no, well, I got it because do, we I. We should do an episode about signs. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd What's be your fun, fave uh, astrology? I sign? do have a fave sign. I have a fave sign. <gasps> Let's just tell it. What's your fave sign? Leo. Uh, Kenneth. It can't be Leo. You got. Okay. Why not? The first rule is it, it can't, can't be, be your own sign. Oh, well, that's not fun. It is fun. <laughs> I don't know nothing about nobody else. I'm still trying to learn my ass. 
<laughs> Shoot. Listen. Oh, God. My fa- I have a, I love all the signs because Marcellus, you I know have, about all this I have stuff. the love of God in me, so I'm I love saved. you all. But I really, really love Taurus. No. Tori. Well, that's... I. I really don't know. I got a book though. I'll read up on it. I'll be ready for the episode. You be ready because I it's got crazy some though because I'm supposed to write just like crazy love cancers. And I do. I'm always attracted to cancers. I think you were supposed are to be amazing. in love with cancers. Yes, I think cancers oh. are amazing. I love them to death. But I really love Tauruses. Like in love with them? No, I mean like when I meet a lot of or like Taurus people, like hanging out with I them. like their personality. I like their whole. Oh. You just want to slam that cup, huh? You just slammed it about six times in the last sixty seconds. I'm drinking water. You're not drinking water. You slamming water. I was very dehydrated because I had coffee. Okay. Well. Anyway. I want you to love Taurus. I want you to love who love is love. No, I'm. It's. <laughs> I'm saying as the sign. I love the sign Taurus. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. I'm excited about it. Are you excited? Yeah. I think I'm gonna, you're just used to saying that. When I um pick, I'll pick a sign, and I'm gonna tell you all about why I love them. Okay. And I think I probably would pick Sagittarius. Why is that? My mama was a Sagittarius. Really? Yes, she was. <gasps> and me and you know what? Leo's That's and Sagittarius Leo's, get, uh, yeah, they get, do. They, y'all, we get, y'all all fire. We love, love, love each other. We get the world from. We have this. We have the same perspective when it comes to the world. Yeah, because fire signs usually are very just like ha. They just do. Oh yeah, we just all fire signs just do. My mom was a doer, and she yeah. was a. Uh, she initiated everything. Mm-hmm. She was a planner. She wanted to redo the backyard. She did it. She yeah. wanted to get a new this. She did it. She wanted to get a new car. She did. Like she wasn't waiting and vacillating back and forth about it. She did it, and people gravitated towards that. Yeah. She was a leader because people felt like, oh, and she's very emotionally stable. Yeah, that's good. So that's I, that's the know, thing. Like fire signs them. really have this this thing to them where they're they're usually very and it's so it's so interesting to me because each there's like three different of each element mm-hmm. and each different fire sign. Um, Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, they all have the same thing about them, mm-hmm. but three like different things that you can definitely tell is yes. different about them. Yes. And I just love that. I love stuff about signs. And you know, a lot of people are like, oh, why you believe that? Whatever. You know what? If you can sit and believe in whatever the hell you want to believe in, so can I. Okay. Right. I think it's very fascinating that these signs are so accurate. Yeah, it's very for accurate. them to be, you know, information that just somebody created. It's sure is accurate because I came along, and when I first read horoscopes, I was like, "Oh wow, that's me!" Like no one had to brainwash well, me. I I personally am more towards just astrology than horoscopes uh-huh. because I I don't really believe in because I'm a Pisces. Tomorrow I should only shit at seven o'clock. Oh, you know how they say like random stuff like that. Like okay, because I was like, what? <laughs> tomorrow but I you get should. It. Tomorrow you should only buy a squeeze right. it. You're and, not you know, following your I don't believe goal. that, but I do believe in the personality traits and uh-huh. you know, the stuff uh-huh. like that. I think I'm it's pretty. My, pretty I, we should do an episode about that. We should, because you know I could talk all day about it. I, I'm 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 here, and then what we'll do is we should invite a sign that we know is we one should. of our favorites. I'm gonna talk to the Leos out there, including you. You should. Um, Think about Libras. Leos and Libras are supposed to be just like epic love. Y'all gonna argue all the time, but y'all love each other. I don't want that though. Do you know any Libras? I don't. I, I don't know people sign. I don't know signs. If you someone was to tell me what their birth date was, it wouldn't mean a hill of beans to me because I don't know signs. Who's I haven't memorized the chart. You know? So if you ask me, I don't know anybody from anything because oh, okay. I don't know. Got you. I don't know. Um, I know Brandon producer Brandon's a Pisces. Yeah. 
I know my mom was a Sagittarius. I know my yeah. dad's a Leo. Oh, your dad's a Leo? Yep. Can I say I did not know your mom was a Sagittarius? Yes, yeah, she because is. I just yep. Don't pay attention. Yeah. Wow. Your yeah. dad's a Leo. That makes sense too. Yeah, my dad's a Leo. Um, so yeah, I don't really know any other signs. I know uh, my friend Drew is a Scorpio. Yeah. I just know birthdays and I can pick the signs. So like Erica, your cousin Erica, when's she's her a Sagittarius. Sagittarius too. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Three Sagittarius. Um, I know your aunt's Aquarius. Aquarius. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I I don't so I don't know who you say I'm supposed to be with Libras. Not uh, well. I'm just being funny, but they always say like Libras and Leos is just what, epic. What's their birthday? Um, it's like I want to say like mid. Mid what? Mid what? Mid uh September to like mid October in a way. No, see, I don't know I the don't, exact date. I don't dates. know anybody like that. You know what I'm saying? So like in the 20s of September, and then it ends like right when the 20s start in October. I think. So no, I but I'll keep that in mind if anybody's listening and you're a Libra. <clears throat> Hit me up Holla at my, him. Hit me up in my DMs. Libra is September 23rd through October 23rd. See? September 23rd to October 23rd. I just don't be right. knowing the exact dates, but I know it's it's in that little time span. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't, you know, I'm open. I'm open to anything. You cool. know what I'm saying? Well, I want to ask you, um, how was your week? Horrible. Why? I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Why was your week horrible? <laughs> it was horribly amazing. And wow. I had another great week, and I'm so happy to um, be here recording. I had a wonderful weekend, and um, I just relaxed. I'm a Game of Thrones fan, so we'll watch Game of Thrones on Sunday. I just had a wonderful week. I have nothing to complain about. Uh, well, I have plenty of things to complain about, but I'm not going to give those things energy. Right. And you I'm better really speak. excited about <clears throat> focusing on my future. I'm in a place of transition, and I'm really excited about it. So Are you transitioning? Yeah. Praise I finally Lord. got my payments together. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so by August, you will never know me as Ken anymore. Who I'll be mean? a new version. <laughs> Just call me Ken 2.0. Ken 2.0. I'm really excited about that. So, yeah, that's it. I'm, yeah. I, how was your week? Um, You know, my week was actually really good. I have, for many different reasons, that... Yeah, I have just been feeling this overwhelming just happiness Mm -hmm. of just being alive and this self-realization of just where I'm at now and just wanting to take better care of myself and eat different and all these things. Um, You know, as humans, we all go through ups and downs and we all go through funks. And I know I didn't realize I was like in a funk for a while, but I was in a funk. And it's funny because even in my funk, I'm still like happy. Go lucky. Right, 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 right. But I just finally feel like this this exit from it where I'm like, I think I hate to say this because I used to hate when people said this. But I really think me getting older and realizing that I'm about to be 30 mm-hmm. is just like, I don't care. I just don't care about as much stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm happy. Good. That's a really good place to be in. I'm so happy for you because I'm gonna be a stripper, and you should be a stripper. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If you want everybody to see you completely naked, do it. My name is gonna be the Walls of Jericho. And then what happens when you when you come out? They <laughs> come tumbling down, Listen, tumbling down. And when then they start when twerking. the announcer yells, "The Walls of Jericho gonna come tumbling down," I'm not gonna even tell y'all that costs extra. I listen. I'm here for it. 
we're gonna all be on the front row clapping for you and cheering for you. Where will I'm you be? my family. Where will you be performing? At the right track? I will be at the left track. Oh, yeah. they it's just opened one. that one yeah. up. Yeah. Okay, they have girls' night on Tuesdays and guys' night on Wednesday. Got you. You gonna be dancing on both nights? I'm going on both nights. They told me that they really like me, so they're gonna give me a wig on Tuesday. You know what? You got the top for it. Thank you. Oh my God, I never knew you were so mm-hmm, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna get you your first outfit. I'm gonna get you a Princess Leia outfit from Star Wars when oh she was God. with um, Jabba the Hutt. And I'm gonna spin in circles so that my little cinnamon buns on the side of my head uh, they just unravel. I you're gonna be great. <laughs> I'm here for you. You know what? I I'm believe here to in me. You. Thank you. Um, when you start this, I'm gonna take some video footage, and you guys will be able to find this on myfave.com. <laughs> Just so you all know. Myfave.com. Myfave.com. Thank God that's not a real thing. Myfave.com. <laughs> I want to say it like that. Dot com. Kenneth, I want to tell you that um, it's time. Mm-mm. Do you know what it's time for? No, I got very it's nervous. It's time for lights, camera, action. <laughs> Ken, I was really just thinking heavily. I was at work today and I was just thinking... What can I do for Lights, Camera, Action that's going to really, you know, get Ken's mind going, get him just, you know, going? And I figured, you know, I could ask you questions. I could whatever else. And I came up with, okay, trivia. Let's do trivia, but not just regular trivia. So what's going to happen is if you get anything wrong, you got to take a shot. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm no. Just, I'm Wait just playing. a minute. They're always it. trying to make me drink I here. I how stressed out I you was going to get. I work with alcoholics. It. Anyway, so what's going to happen, Ken, is this is called Name That 90s Movie. Ooh. From just one character. Ooh. I'm ready. Let's do it. I've been listening to the episodes and you're not taking none of my suggestions. All right. Question number one. None of my suggestions about what you should put for certain sounds. Question number one. Oh, I don't like it. Dennis Nerdy. Dennis Nerdy from a 90s movie? Was he from Deep Blue Sea? Oh, you're going to ask me. Jurassic Park, The Relic, or Tremors? Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, and the answer is... Jurassic Park. Dennis was a horrible character in that movie. (laughs) Okay. Oh, God, he was so bad. Question number two. Yes. Marcellus Wallace. Mm -hmm. Was he from Reservoir's Wallace? Pulp Fiction. Pope Fiction That is correct Uh Was he from Home Alone Uh The Sandlot Uh The Page Master or My Girl Um, Buzz was from um, The Sandlot The Sandlot Or Home Alone Home Alone I wasn't sure between those two Because there was a Oh the villain in um, Sandlot was actually James Earl Jones character Who was on the other side of the fence So I shouldn't have said Buzz for uh, Sandlot Yeah Because they it's all, all right. the kids you know pretty what? much got along Except Things they, happened They were scared to you go You want to know a secret? What? I didn't even get these answers So we playing together Oh Lieutenant Dan Is oh, he from God. Saving Private I, Ryan? I know where he's from Forrest Gump Forrest Gump is right Come on Come on now Okay here we go Here we go Here we go You ready? Yes sir Calden, uh oh, Calden, Cal Hockley. Okay, is he from Pearl Harbor, mm-hmm. Tombstone, mm-hmm. Dances with Wolves, mm-hmm. or Titanic? Calden Cal Hockey is from. 
Dances with Wolves. We'll find out later. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Oh my God. He's from Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. I almost what? said Titanic. I should have known Calvin Cal Hockey wasn't going to be from that. Okay. Murray Duvall. Okay. Is he from Never oh, Been Kissed? A guy. Is he from She's All That? Is he from Clueless? Or is he from 10 Things I Hate About You? Ooh. I didn't see 10 Things I Hate About You. Okay. So that's going to automatically put me at a disadvantage. Right. Um, She's All That. What's his name again? His name is Murray Duvall. <gasps> Clueless. <gasps> ding, 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 yes. ding, ding. You got yes. it right. You got Ray it right. Was the new student that came in. He was the exchange student who right. Cher had a crush on. Got you, got you. Turned I didn't ask he all was that. Gay. I didn't ask all that. Cipher. <laughs> was he from the Matrix? Cipher from the Matrix. The fifth. Can you let me finish? <laughs> Can I get my glory? That is correct. I know movies. The Matrix. He was you got um, it right. the one who was in Moving the Moving on. Oh god. Bill Murray. Okay. Is he from The Sandlot, The Mighty Ducks, Space Jam, Angels in the Outfield? Wait, the character's name was Bill Murray? Bill I'm Murray. thinking about the actor Bill Murray. His name is Bill Murray. Okay, say it again. The Sandlot, The Mighty Ducks, Space Jam, Angels in the Outfield. Ooh, okay. Bill Murray. I'm just going to take a guess, and I'm going to say um, Angels in the Outfield. Space Jam. Oh, okay, he was playing Bill Murray. Bill Murray was playing Bill Murray. I asked you that. I said, is he the actor, or is it the character's name? He's and you the character, like, and he's the, the actor. actor. Okay, fine. <laughs> you fine. know movies. Here oh, we go. Oh, Marla okay, Singer. Shade. Shade. Marla mad. Singer. Cause the Matrix on the eighties quiz. Now he gonna be mad seven, eyes wide shut. Wait, wait. What's the name? Fight Club. What's the name? Marla Singer. Marla Singer. Okay, go ahead. The Matrix. Uh-uh. Seven, eyes wide shut. Fight Club. Ooh, I didn't see eyes wide shut, and it's not from the Matrix. There was no characters named Marla in the Matrix. So process of elimination, y'all. This is how we take a test. It's not the Matrix. I haven't seen Eyes Wide Shut, which is to my disadvantage, so it could be a Marla, but I don't believe Marla would be an Eyes Wide Shut because I was Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise. So I'm gonna that leaves me with um <coughs> what are the other two options? Seven and Fight Club. I'm gonna say a Marla was probably in Fight Club before there wasn't seven. Let's see. Uh, ding ding ding, you yes! got it! That is the setting was so dark, I couldn't see a character named Marla existing in that world. Got you. Yeah, whereas Fight Jack Club was a little bit more Crawford. Dark. Okay, Jack Crawford. Was he in Seven, Silence of the Lambs, Natural Born Killers, Funny Games? I didn't see Funny Games, so I'm already screwed. Funny there. Games. Oh, funny. I didn't see that movie. Okay, Natural Born Killers with Woody Harrelson, Juliette Lewis, Jack Crawford. Keep going. What was the other one? Um, oh. Seven, Natural Born Killers, Silence of the Lambs, Funny Games. Okay, so we know the famous Clarice was in Silence of the Lambs. I don't remember there being a Jack Cowboy. What's his name? Was the killer. Ah, Jack Crawford could have definitely existed in the world of Seven. Was that Brad Pitt's character? Was he Detective Jack Crawford? Mm. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Seven. Doom, 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 doom. I think it was Seven. Silence of the Lambs. Really? Jack Crawford in Silence of the Lambs. He is the boss of the main character in this thriller. Uh, It must mean the boss of Jodie Foster? Yep. Okay. Damn. Okay. 
I didn't do bad. I haven't done bad. I only missed two. I was trying to figure that's outside. I was like, what is that? Yeah. Um. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Stacks Edwards. Goodfellas, The Godfather Part Three, Casino, Pope Fiction. Ooh, Edward Stacks. Well, Uh-oh. Stacks Edwards. Oh, Stacks Edwards. Ah, God. I want to say it's one of those mob movies. Casino was an amazing movie. Godfather 3 definitely came out in the 90s. I'm going to say Casino. I think it might be Goodfellas. Ugh. You were right with your second thought. Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Yep, 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 because yep, that's a mob oh, movie name. What? That's a mob movie name. Okay, on I am going to ask you three more. Okay, okay, I've been doing good. You have. <laughs> I've been Vincent doing good. Vincent Gray. Vincent Gray. Is he in the Sixth Sense? Mm-hmm. Seven. Mm-hmm. Seven, just keep popping up. I know. Silence of the Lambs or Primal Fear? Ooh, Vincent Gray. Vincent Gray. Um, that's not from Gray's Anatomy. And it's not from Shades of Gray. <laughs> Vincent Gray. Ooh, I, I want to say that's seven. Was that Uh-oh. Morgan Freeman's character? Might be. Ooh, I'm nervous about it. Let's go with seven. I'm going to be wrong, but I think it was seven. Because I don't remember. I'm going to give you a hint. It ain't Morgan Freeman's character. Oh, Primal Fear? I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to say the movie, but oh, okay. it ain't Morgan Freeman's character. I don't. Okay. Say the movies again. <gasps> the Sixth Sense. Seven. Silence of the Lambs. The Sixth Sense. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. You got it, Brian. Yes! I was like, wait a minute. That is correct. It just hit me. I was like, that's Sixth Sense. Brant. Tell me I ain't good. Brant. Brant. Okay. Is he in Wayne's World, Twister, Office Space, The Big Lebowski? Okay, so first of all, anybody that's listening is going to be very upset. I'm at a 50% deficit. I have never seen The Big Lebowski, mm-hmm. Lebowski which John Goodman and Jeff Bridges, I heard that was amazing. And I haven't seen Office Space, which obviously are two oh, I love Office Space. amazing films. I saw parts of Office Space, but I have not seen it from start to finish. So that's my bad. Oh. So it's my fault that I haven't seen those two. But the character's name is Brant's. Brant. 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 Oh, like Brant from Game of Thrones? No. Brant. Okay, I'm going to go with Process of Elimination. B-R-A-N-D-T. Okay, Brant. I think a Brant, a character with that name, what is the movies again? Wayne's World, uh-huh. Twister, The Big Lebowski, Office Space. I'm going to say The Big Lebowski. Yes! The Big Lebowski that is, is right. Ah, tell me, Look I'm at not you. Because I'm like, Brant, that name, what world would that exist in? And Brant was never in Wayne's World because I know all the characters in Wayne's World. So that was easy. But And Twister, I was like, nobody was named Brant. But... My God. I said it has to be the Big Lebowski. I'm good. Okay, last one. All right. Dr. Miles Dyson. Okay. Was he in The Matrix? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You already know. No, keep going. (laughs) Terminator 2, Judgment Day, Uh Starship Troopers, or 12 Monkeys? Okay, Dr. Miles Dyson. 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 Like the vacuum. I think he was in Terminator 2. You got it right. That was him. That's actually Papa Pope. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Because he correct. was the one that bought the hand. He had saved the hand from the original Terminator. And in Terminator mm-hmm. 2, he brings out the hand or something like that. It was at his house. He was having dinner. And I think they... Was that that one? No? You're mixing some details. But okay. But I remember... Yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. going to just do one more for fun because oh. I like this one. Joyce Monroe. 
okay. Was she from Batman, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Mars Attacks, or Edward Scissorhands? Joyce Monroe is from um, uh, Pee Wee. No, she's from Edward Scissorhands. Oh, oh, wait, is she the? Oh, Joyce. I'm about to say she was getting real sexual with Edward. Yeah, she when was she, the one in the chair was that was like, there. oh, right. He was cutting her hair. She was having like this. Bit. You did amazing. Let's Thank do an overlook you. overview. I did good, y'all. I did good. You got an A. Thank you. Okay, okay, okay. Do I know my movies or what, y'all? That's why I'm Ken. I'm the movie guy. And Marcella, who are you? I am black. He is. We are going to take a break. Until he have his racial transition surgery. <laughs> it's the day after Mother's Day, and you forgot to call your mom. Well, guess what? We are Mother's Day Forgot Grams. That's right. We will give your mother a call and let her know why you couldn't make it and get you off the hook. Are you nervous that your mom is going to cuss you out? We have three packages. The first is weather. Woo! For only $29.99. Then we have the flight package for only $39.99. And lastly, the hospital package for only $49.99. That's right. We want to let you know how some of them sound. Let's start with the weather package. Hello. Hi, is this Miss Whitaker? Yes, this is Tabitha Whitaker. Hey, Miss Whitaker, do you have a son by the name of Liam? Yes, Liam Wiley Whitaker. Yes, so um, I'm just giving you a call to let you know that Liam was not able to see you yesterday on Mother's Day because the weather got really intense on his trip to Fiji and he died. Oh, Lord! Let's do the flight package. Hello? Yes. Hi, is this Miss Jenkins? No, this is her husband, Harold Jenkins. Hey, Harold, how's it going? Hold on, let me get up. Baby, come on to the phone. Somebody out here, I'm call and talk to you. Wow. Hello. Yeah, is this Miss Jenkins? Mm-hmm. Hi, Miss Jenkins. Uh, do you have a son by the name of uh, DeKevin? Uh, DeKevin Jenkins. DeKevin Jenkins. I don't Jenkins. know how much more of he's my son, because he sure didn't come to my Mother's Day church uh, luncheon yesterday. Well, that's why I'm calling you. He was actually mm. on a flight, and uh, it crashed, and he died. Oh, Lord! Now it's time for my personal favorite, the hospital package. Hello? Hello, is this Miss uh, Sanchez? This is Miss Sanchez. Hi, Miss Sanchez. Do you have a son by the name of Esteban? I do. Oh, wonderful. Well, Esteban, you know, he wasn't able to see you yesterday on Mother's Day. I know. So mad about it. Well, what happened was he actually went to the hospital just to get a checkup, and he died. Oh, Dios mío. Dios mío, diablo. That's right. You heard it here. Three simple packages to make sure you're off the hook. Call us today. We are back, everyone. <clears throat> we back. And I'm so excited because on today's episode, we are talking about our favorite movies from the what, Marcella? The 90s. Yes. Can you know what I realized? We didn't say that in the beginning. No, we didn't. <laughs> I love the 90s. But I mean, if you are reading the episode, when you click it to listen to it, you would know that. It's <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of there. You probably my, saw it when my, you my looked at the title. So, there you go. Blah, 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 blah. Um, anyway, Kenneth. Yes, sir. The world, myself. Producer Brandon <sighs> and I purposely didn't tell Bailey, you Bailey Shadow, my baby Jasmine, baby. my my your neighbors, all of LA. What's up, Julio? They want to know what is your fave 
90s film. This was so hard, y'all. This was very difficult. (gasps) Oh, this was so difficult. This is the first time in my fave podcast history that I have several honorable mentions. And I need to clarify for y'all. We have a my fave we have honorable mentions. You have which, clarified this 75 and times. And I need to tell y'all, these honorable mentions are equal, equal to the My Fave Choices. And then we have a must watch. And I need you all to know that it was difficult, but I chose Jurassic Park. What? You cannot talk about the 90s without talking about this amazing film. And I only have to look at my facts. Let me tell y'all. I went online. I was like, <gasps> this is it. Okay. There's a reason why this movie is amazing. And this is where you need to put in the music. Right here, Marcella. It's a pretty good spot to do it. No. Jurassic Park, y'all. Came out in 1993. It was written by Michael Crichton, and it was directed by the famous, awe-inspiring, kid-at-heart himself, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. When you add a good writer, a good story, and a great director, you get a classic. This was a blockbuster smash hit. This movie starred Laura Dern, Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum, and your friend, Mr. Ottenborough. Oh, God. I love him. And Mr. Ottenborough played uh, John Hammond, who okay. was this rich mogul. And because that was David Ambrose's older brother. This is what I found out today. Now, that I didn't know. So, his name was Richard Ottenborough. Ottenborough. And we all know the favorite narrator and naturalist, David, David Attenborough. And Richard Ottenborough, who plays the famous John Hammond, that's David Attenborough's older brother. There's three of the Attenborough brothers. So, anywho, that to me is just a little bit of trivia. Um, this movie was so fantastic. You got this mogul. He's super rich. And because of all these advances in technology, he was able to create a whole living theme park full of dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Dinosaurs. And it was epic. And I'm going to tell you all why it was epic. Let me take you all back to 1993. Okay? When a little young Kenneth Brown was in the seventh grade. Oh, God. <laughs> I was three. I saw this. Oh. Hmm. I saw. Th- that wasn't necessary. You really didn't need to put that fact out there did, right I now. I wanted to sing in while you were talking. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to say something, but I would like y'all to know <laughs> that this um, little seventh grader was so excited because I would always go home on my regular bus and you had to get permission from your parents, take it to the office, get a little blue slip to be able to ride a different bus home. I got to ride the a different bus home. No, Marcellus, I oh. didn't ride the short bus. Oh my God, I'm no, so sorry. No, I didn't ride the short bus. Now, <laughs> what we want to do is we want to say, <laughs> Ken was so excited because I got to go with all my friends on their bus because why? We were going to see Jurassic Park that Friday 
at the Beverly Center, which back in the day was the place to go mm-hmm. to see movies. And if y'all really are with me, and my real Angelinos know there was the Beverly Connection, which had another theater <laughs> right next door to the, the Beverly, Beverly Center. Connection. Okay. Was that we, where Target is now? You know what? It might be. I think so. But I'm not sure. I got to, because I'm not good with direction. Yes. So, yes, producer Brandon says yes. Um, can I tell y'all that I was so excited to turn my little blue slip into the new bus driver? And he was like, you don't ride this route. And I was like, uh, blue slip. <laughs> today I did. Today I did. And I sat with my friends and we got off and it was all new and exciting. And we walked from the bus stop over to the Beverly Center. We got food in the food court. Go. Got our tickets. You guys. I was in amazement. Let me tell y'all something. Uh-oh. These dinosaurs wasn't claymation dinosaurs like Jason and the Argonauts. These dinosaurs weren't stupid puppet, puppet, puppet dinosaurs. These were a combination of CGI and puppetry. And animatronics. When the rain fell down on the dinosaurs, we saw the water yeah. on the reptilian scales and skin. When the dinosaurs breathed, we saw the breath on the doors. This was so epic. That it was not jarring because sometimes the special effects will do a movie a disservice and will take you out. Yeah, for sure. These special effects did not take you out. They took you in. Uh This was phenomenal. Steven Spielberg at his finest. We were served an original story. What would happen when John Hammond invites these four people plus his niece and nephew, his grandkids, right, Mm -hmm. to view the park before it opens to the public everything was supposed to go well everything was supposed to go right and of course it it didn't Mm -mm. Uh, not at all you guys our little dennis who was bad he was he turned all electricity off in the park and everything went to hell Samuel jackson was still making his come up in the world of movies he wasn't a household name yet but he plays a crazy ghoul character in that movie Uh uh-huh Y'all, I cannot believe that this was so... Jeff Goldblum, so cool, so hip. Even back then, he was dope and cool. Uh, Laura Dern, paleontologist, and Sam Neill, paleontologist, they come on, and they're just so smart and cool. Did you cool see that picture of that puppy that looked like Laura Dern? <laughs> yes, I did. That's, That's so hilarious. disrespectful. <laughs> if you see it, if you see that puppy, know, you it's guys. the cutest thing in the world. Mm. But... Did you know some trivia? Johnny Depp almost got Jeff Goldblum's role. Oh. And for Sam Neill, as a paleontologist, they offered it to Harrison Ford. And he said no. He said, I think that I wouldn't really be right for the role. And then after the movie came out, he was like, I still stand by that. I think Sam Neill did an excellent job. So I don't know if this is like, you know, par for the core where actors always say, oh, no, the person did a good job. I'm so glad I didn't do it. They're just trying to be polite. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I think Will Smith was like, no, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm all right. Will Smith <laughs> was supposed to do the role of Neo in The Matrix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he regretted that. not doing it. So yeah. I think in all honesty, he was like really like, oh, no, I effed up and I should have said yes to you that. You know, those things happen. A lot of but, people people forget that people audition for stuff. Right, right. Because <laughs> Keanu Reeves wasn't like big. But that is why I believe in Destiny because you can't imagine. I can't imagine the role. Keanu Reeves. I, that's like Men in Black. I see things. Will Smith as, as that character and yeah. I see Keanu as uh, Neo. So, you guys, I, I I could go on and on and on about how epic this movie is. As a kid, 
it was breathtaking when the brontosaurus come across the screen for the first time it was breathtaking with the music we're talking about an amazing score yeah which as a kid we were able to say hey this is impactful like i didn't know the name of the guy who wrote the music as a kid uh but okay (laughs) producer brandon do you want to say something producer brandon got real okay i know Thank you, sir. I knew later it was John Williams, you guys. I didn't know as a 12-year-old that it was John Williams. But what I did know was that his movie was impactful. Like, his music was freaking dope. Like, yeah. I was like, that's just, like, everybody knows that song. When you If you were to play that, everyone knows that's Jurassic Park, right? If you had to do a name that movie tune. Um, some more trivia for you guys. Michael Crichton got $2 million up front before the book was even published from Universal. Really? They knew then when they read the manuscript, oh, we want the rights to this Listen for to a you. movie. Wow. Gave that man $2 million before it was even published. Oh my you God. hear me? I'm telling my you. time is coming. I know. I know. <laughs> Steven Spielberg admitted that um, the movie was just a labor of love. But after they finished filming, he was starting to work on Schindler's List. And Schindler's List was <clears throat> a movie about um, what happened when the Jews were in the um, the concentration camps. And because Steven Spielberg is Jewish, this was like a, a something that he want a story that he wanted to tell that was very close to his heart. Sure. And he said that it was probably one of the most difficult times as a filmmaker because he's on the set of Schindler's List dealing with the emotional toll of that film and yeah. its content. But yet he still had to answer emails about the dinosaurs because they're all in post-production at this point. Right. Do you like this? Do you like this CGI effect? And he's like, he's having to steal. And he said, there was times where he goes, I think I could care less what was going on with them dinosaurs, but I had to respond to emails. They needed me to sign off on stuff. Yeah. And so he goes, that's the only thing that he was like, Oh my God, I may have taken on too much. But, um, thank God, Steven, that you pulled through because both friends, Films turn out to be amazing. You. Um, you guys, I cannot think of another movie that embodies the 90s um, like Jurassic Park. Um, Jeff Goldblum being in the back of that Jeep with that Tyrannosaurus Rex chasing him. Um, and what did Jeff Goldblum's character say? Go, 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 go. <laughs> Remember what was that he said? Go. I think, I think it was, it was like, go, go. Like, right, you know? Oh, he said that the writers, the producers of, um, uh, God, what was the other movie Jeff Goldblum did? Oh, Independence Day. Okay. And they made him say that same line. They're like, we like how you said that in Jurassic Park. So when him and Will Smith are flying out of the mothership to go back, they made him say, go, 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 to Will Smith's character. So anyway, um, that's just some more little trivia. Y'all, I'll talk to you guys later about my honorable mentions. That's such a good choice. Um, But here's what I realized, Marcellus. We shot ourselves in the foot. Y'all, we said we want to come up with our favorite movie of this particular decade. That's hard because you got 10 years of great films, 10 years of great television. I don't know about you, Marcellus, but there was no way I could come out of this without disappointing myself with the other nine that I didn't choose. Well, but I think that's the fun part of it. I, is I, I had to go with Jurassic this Park. This is called my fave and you got to choose. You got to be I true know, to yourself. Y'all. This one came to the top because of the personal memory that was attached to going to this movie. So it wasn't just about the film itself. It but was about also, this idea of being you know a kid with freedom right you You also can think about the fact that we have talked about other movies and television before Mm -hmm. so if you if you think about like okay Edward Scissorhands was in the 90s yeah what was my favorite spooky film or Tim Burton Mm -hmm. you know that could go there but 
if this is like, what is your, your favorite? And if you've already said what your favorite was in a different one, then this is your chance to talk about other ones. Absolutely. I, I really came to the conclusion that this is my overall favorite movie, a movie that represented the 90s. You have the Ford Explorer trucks. You know that everyone was driving. Yeah. Oh, I that know. was also in the movie. You have the jeeps. I'm yawning. Oh Lord, are you okay? It just hit me. I just got tired right in the middle. Oh my God, y'all. Okay. I know. I'm oh. so sorry. But anyway, you guys, that was my fave movie. Um, that is so good. I have a question for you, though. What's your question? I have a question. You have to name a dinosaur and tell me exactly what it looks like. Triceratops. Ain't that from Power Rangers? Okay. Among other things, it's also a dinosaur. You know that's a dinosaur. I need you to go ahead and name one. I, I need an original. I need an original name. Velociraptor. No, no. I want you to. I'm not telling you to tell me what a dinosaur create. Maybe I worded it wrong. Maybe that's oh, what it was. Oh, okay, okay. I forgot you was on a short bus, so I got to break it down. You know what? I want you to go ahead and create a dinosaur. <clears throat> Tell me what it looks like and what's its name. <clears throat> the dinosaur that I'm talking about is a Hotepasaurus. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm in no way surprised. The, ho- the Hotepasaurus has a dashiki pattern skin. <laughs> you know what? The Hotepasaurus emits a patchouli scent <laughs> when he feels threatened. The Hotepasaurus is known for being in the Crenshaw Damascus area. Oh my God. On the corner of the 39th Plants and Crenshaw Damascus area. The Hotepasaurus can oftentimes be found passing out leaflets about social justice plants. Okay. Uh, I've the, heard enough. The, you don't want to hear nothing I've else heard, about it? I've heard enough. Okay. I opened this door. Okay. And I'm now closing it. And the whole episode, no, you want to hear how no, it cries it's when it's roaring towards its, it's um, closed. towards its um, victims? It, I can't hear no more. The door's closed. It, we don't it, got no ring doorbell. When doorbell. it runs, it's just like, <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. I have one question, though. Does the whole episode go to Simply Wholesome? No. The whole episode does not go to Simply Wholesome. The whole Teposaurus has organic fruits and vegetables. Got it. In you its know. back domain. Thank you for that. Uh, we're going to go ahead now and uh, take a break. Stop slamming my screen door. Made you cry. And do you have McDonald's money? Had you laughing. And don't forget, wait till your daddy gets home. Had you on the edge of your seat. Get ready for Skylar Berry's latest play coming January 2019. I only eat chitlins with hot sauce. And today is first Sunday and we all gotta wear white. Coming to the Wilshire Ebell Theater. Starring Hattie Mae Johnson. Girl, I already told you I don't need no new man. Deacon Paul treats me just fine. Ruben Daniels. I don't know why it's so hard to find a good woman. I, I'm a good man. I got a job. I got good credit. Oh, Lord. Dequarius Jenkins. All I gotta do is go in and I'm gonna pass this interview. And if I can pass this interview, I'll be able to get that job and I won't have to sleep on this couch no more. Michelle Stevens. Uh, uh-uh, honey. Listen, as long as my weave in and as wide as my behind, that's what he gonna tell me. Kiss him, dear. And of course, the great and world-renowned Viola Beulah Washington. Devil, you got to go. 
You don't belong here. I plead the blood. I'm going to get my anointed swiffer, and I'm going to sweep you out. I'll open up the windows, and you got to go. Featuring music by Raquel Carter. That's right. I only eat chitlins with hot sauce. And today is first Sunday. We all got to wear white. At the Wilshire E. Bell Theater, coming January 11th through the 13th, 2019. Tickets available at Popeye's, Church's Chicken, Louisiana Chicken, and Sally Beauty Supply. Get them while tickets last. Hello, everybody. We're back. We're back. Um, my name is Ken. I'm the movie guy. My name is Marcellus, and I am 29. Marcellus is 29 years old, and he's on his way to being 30. I'm 29 going on 17. And I want you all to know that he is, more importantly at this time, the TV guy. That's right. I forgot. And he is going to be talking about his favorite TV show from the 90s of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, Marcel, this would be a good point where you put in a drum roll right here so that it's like builds up anticipation for the listeners. This would be a good point where you realize I'm not going to do that. All right. So this is what I have to do. Now with. I want to let you all know what, this is what I have to deal with. No, Ken. Okay. Listen, 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 listen. No, don't be nice. So to me just now. like you, I was just going through it because I'm like, you know what? 90s there's so much and sometimes i think i gotta say you know what the people gonna think i'm gonna say no Mm-mm. i had to pick my fave yeah, don't no people. but now listen i've already talked about my fave plenty times on different occasions and then the second one i would have picked i've already talked about that the third one i would have picked i already talked about that oh. so what i did was i went down my line of things that were still my fave and this show that i picked because my other ones were in fave other categories yes this is now my just my fave of the 90s because of that you of know? course of course I'm, i see how you got to this i i, I had to pick and this is a, a an amazing show mm-hmm. and i'm sure many people will agree what is it my fave 90s show because i couldn't say my other ones <clears throat> is friends oh my god oh my god that is so listen to me that's so crazy imagine a young ebony skinned marcellus yeah just living his best life watching all these shows friends pops up now this is 94 i didn't really see friends till i was like seven so 97 is when i saw it oh but why do you always uh, get surprised when I tell you how young I was in the 90s? Because you don't age well. Oh, okay. And I thought you was a lot older than what you keep saying. Got it. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, I prefer to think that I look like a child still. Anyway, mm-hmm. it came on in 94 and it lasted for 10 years. Oh. So it ended in 2004. But here's my thing. NBC, we already know. Friends was basically a phenomenon. It sure was. It impacted culture. It mm-hmm. impacted people. It mm-hmm. impacted lifestyles. Yeah. Friends really was a thing. Like a and the crazy part about it is this is a sitcom. Yeah. And you know, other black, other white, no matter. A lot of sitcoms did this back then because that was the big thing. Mm-hmm. Now we have things like. 
other big t- types of TV yes. shows that do it. Yes. But just to think about, I thought about also like, okay, my favorite, you know, I, I would think I would pick a black show for uh-huh. a fave, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, 90s. Uh-huh. But I already talked about Martin. Uh-huh. I already talked about uh, Living Single. Okay. I already talked about In Living Color. Okay. All these shows that definitely are my fave. And I okay. can tell you every episode, you know, I've talked about so that. So now that y'all know, don't now, be mad at him sitting on no hate mail. No, it's not about them being mad. I'll cuss <clears throat> everybody out. My oh. thing is, when I came to really think about it, I effing love this show uh-huh. i have seen every episode wow. and i have sat there and died laughing uh-huh. not even back then not even fully knowing what half of it was about right right these like adult <laughs> situations right and now i am the age that they were in right show. right Late 20s early 30s right whatever but i found out so much in like learning more about it but also stuff i already knew so anyway you got six friends like i said late 20s early 30s mm-hmm. early 30s and they're in manhattan mm-hmm which shit basically is unheard of now because shit's so expensive. Right. We wondered back then how they was affording what they was doing. Right. But basically the show is about these friends and it starts off, I think, with uh, Monica and Rachel Mm -hmm. living together. Then across the street, you got Joey and Chandler. Mm -hmm. And then you got Ross that's a part of this, Mm -hmm. who's Monica's brother. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I already said Joey Phoebe. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No, I never watched the show. Oh, Oh, you really did it? I've never watched the show oh, other this than is maybe my time like to really four episodes to total. I'm going to tell you why it was such a good show. Okay. And so you got them living across from each other, but they, you know, it's a show, so they always end up interacting somehow. Uh-huh. But they're really this this group of friends. And just like friends, you have these up and downs. And then, of course, you had your 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 your, your main place that they're going to mm-hmm. frequent, which is Central Perk. Mm-hmm. And that's their little coffee shop. Yeah, yeah. And they're there all the time. And I love sitcoms. It's like... Y'all really always at this coffee right. shop. Huh? But that became such a big deal that they, that is like people know Central Perk. Right. <laughs> they, I think they built a model of it somewhere and had people come see it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think like, I saw something like that on Facebook. It's like, that was such a thing. <clears throat> but this show received acclaim and it was one of the most popular of its time. And it was nominated for 62 primetime Emmys. Wow. And it won Outstanding Comedy Series in 92. Okay. And then on top of that, it ranked number 21 on greatest TV shows of all time. Oh, wow. And the reason why it did all of this is because the uh, the showrunners, when creating it, of course, they wanted to create a show that would be Mm. impactful. But they even themselves said, you know, it's just a TV show. Yeah. But it became way more than that. Yeah. You had so many things come from it. For example, Rachel, Mm -hmm. um, who's played by Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Her hairstyle was iconic. Oh, yeah. They even made a hairstyle called The Rachel. <laughs> and women all over at that time was getting that hairstyle. Mm-hmm. And that it was like a, a lot of times what we forget is a lot of the the uh, style of certain times. Mm-hmm. Now it's different because of social media. Yeah. But the style of certain times back then you got from TV shows or magazines. Yes. Yes. So people was dressing that. I really give that 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 late 90s, mm-hmm. early 2000 mm-hmm. is that. Pedal pushers, right, right, right. Tube top, you got right, right, jelly, right. whatever. All these look, and then right. that hairstyle, right. You know, and they always dressing like that, especially them tube tops. Them girls loved them some tube tops yes, at the end did. of the nineties and yes, whatever. They did, but this was like ninety four, so they had a lot of time to like progress and right. influence, right. But anyway, like I said, Monica and Rachel had an apartment across the street was Joey and Chandler's, and it was just so cool that you had this situation where all these friends can impact real friends in the real world. And Mm -hmm. people felt like their friendships had to be like that. Mm -hmm. And I personally think 
that this is not a fact, but I think it was the start along with living single Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. It was that start of we're going to be adult friends Mm -hmm. and still, because back then, once you get in a certain age, Mm -hmm. it was almost like, you know, I'm trying to get out of the whole roommate phase. I'm trying to get into whatever. It's still kind of like that, but I think this era kind of pushed that. What about your friends? It's uh-huh, like this. Uh-huh. We friends. Right. Friends stick together. We're going to be 90 and uh-huh. all still just kicking it. And hanging out. And, and living and just in doing, whatever. Come right. to the house for Taco Tuesday. Right. Right. Um, Joey, uh, his how you doing? Uh-huh. How you doing? Uh-huh. How you doing? I think it's. How do, do you not do it? Producer Brandon is going to. It was really to close do. to Wendy Williams, but it wasn't. It's going to. He's. It's, uh, how you doing? <laughs> how you uh, doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that yeah, became yeah. very, very popular. But I think it diminished when Wendy came along because she was like, "How you doing?" Right. And everybody started doing that. Got it. But that was people was doing that. They when, were doing the Joey, Joey, "How you doing?" Before mm-hmm, they were doing the Wendy mm-hmm, Williams. Mm-hmm. And it. you know, just just overall, like, I kind of remember that people were doing that. Okay, okay. Just okay. overall, there was. So, I like Joey. There were so many different things about that show that I just remember being amazing. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't remember which exact episode this is, but I remember one of the episodes, their TV got stuck on porn, <laughs> on like free porn. And he said, I can't get the theme of Goodwill Humping out my head. <laughs> and every every now and then you hear, boom, chicka, boom, boom, uh-huh. boom, boom, uh-huh. boom. And I just remember that from like yeah. being young. Yeah. But some fun facts. Uh, Friends was originally called Insomnia Cafe. Oh. When they first wrote this they called it Insomnia Cafe, and they had a different title too, because they were just trying different things, trying different things. And in Insomnia Cafe, because you know, in well, in Friends, the main love is uh, Ross and Rachel. Okay, like that's yeah. a big, big thing in the whole series is Ross and Rachel's love. Okay, it goes up, it goes down, it goes all around. Okay, but in Insomnia Cafe, Joey and Monica were the ones in love. Oh. And their love was supposed to be the thing. And that's so crazy because I can imagine it right. not being Ross and Rachel. Like, okay. that was a love you aspired to okay. have. Like, okay. It was a mess. It was a break. Right. <laughs> and then I remember at one point he got married to somebody, or almost got married to somebody else, and then he called her Rachel. Yep. Like Ooh. that. Oh, I remember that stuff. Anyway, many other people were considered for... Um, these roles right. just like we were talking about yes other uh, oh, people yes. because you know auditioning what's cool is kathy griffin and jane lynch were uh they actually met while tr- while auditioning Ooh. <laughs> um for phoebe oh i can't imagine anybody else in the world playing phoebe lisa kudrow is by She's far amazing lisa. my favorite character i i i i Phoebe is Lisa Kudrow, uh, uh-huh. and that's all it would ever be. And since we own the fact of Lisa Kudrow, Lisa did not know how to play the guitar. And okay. Mind you, she's a musician in right. the show. So she didn't know how to play the guitar, and she tried to learn, and it did not go well. And so they felt that it was kind of perfect that it didn't mm-hmm. go well, because her character is really uh-huh. kind of like uh-huh. ditzy. Yeah. So they wanted to keep it like that, and kind of she only really knew her main song which yeah. was smelly. ever so famous yes smelly cats. yes yes yes, smelly yes. Cats, smelly i do remember cats. smelly cat what are they feeding you right um i remember singing that song over and over uh-huh. again uh-huh and this was this was before i could even access limewire <laughs> but i if i could oh i would have downloaded that and right. that would have been a song that right I played on your ringtone play on my radio my, my ringtone but i just thought that 
she was amazing. I remember also that the character I think that plays Bart, the voice of Bart on The Simpsons, uh-huh. she came on one episode and was singing or something like oh, that. Okay. I remember her being a guest star. There were, and I thought I, it was so amazing because I was like, oh my, no, I'm, I lied. Take uh-oh, that back. Not uh-oh. Bart. She played Tommy on Rugrats. That little voice. That, okay. Yeah. Okay. I remember at the height of that show, A-list celebrities were coming on to Friends. Oh, yeah. And it was like a thing because back then you didn't mix movies and TV. Mm-hmm. It's like if you were an A-list movie star, you they looked down on TV. Mm-hmm. Now TV is like, a, there's really good television out there. Oh. So A-listers are doing it. But back in the 90s, I remember Julia Roberts guest start on Friends. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a big thing. They were, they they had such a big influence yeah. that they were able to book A-list celebrities to be on the show, to do cameos and stuff. It was, I do remember that and everyone's like, Julia Roberts is gonna be on Friends this week. Tom Selleck is gonna be on Friends. It's like, it was like, oh my god. Of course we talked about the show in school and mm. I always thought it was so amazing because this was one of the shows that was like a, a pivotal moment for television mm-hmm. in general which brought a, a wider audience and more people. And, you know, the cast of Friends is all white. Yeah. Of course, everybody yeah. knows that. Yeah. But Friends brought on a multicultural audience. Mm-hmm. People loved it because they still were able to connect. And, you know, despite all the horrible things that have gone on in America, mm-hmm. I still think that's important. Mm-hmm. That even though it was a cast of all white characters, mm-hmm. you still had, one, because there really wasn't no choice. But two, <laughs> you that's had... True all these people who were into it you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i can't say that same thing even though seinfeld was an amazing show i love seinfeld Mm -hmm. but i can't say that same thing about seinfeld because i know like Mm -hmm. from the the little facts i know our ratings it wasn't as like that that multicultural view wasn't as wide as it was with um, for friends friends, yeah because people could connect to that just being single Mm -hmm. living in a big city And I need my friends. You right, know? right. I think Seinfeld was very New York more so. Oh yeah. Well they both were New York, but, but Seinfeld like was Seinfeld like, seemed to be like New York was like a a, a, a very yeah. part of the show's bones. For sure, for sure. So if you didn't have an East Coast affinity, yeah. then maybe you wouldn't relate to different. the show. Yeah. But whereas friends seemed just more neutral. We knew it took place in the East mm-hmm. Coast, but Seinfeld made sure that they talked about New York. I remember Aisha Tyler being on the show, first black person. Really? Oh, I love Aisha was, Tyler. It was a big deal. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, we finally got somebody black in the world of Friends. Yeah. And she was named the first uh, African-American to ever be on Friends. She's amazing. I, I do remember her. that. It, it kind of being in the headlines. Um, One thing that I kind of felt uh, as a bummer, almost, oh, like, oh, well, that? damn. The opening credits. See, no one told you life was uh-huh. going to be this way. Da, 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 da. They're like all through New York living their best yeah. life. Yeah. They was in Burbank. <laughs> Hollywood of magic, Of course, baby. Hollywood magic. Hollywood magic. I'm like, what? So they was on the set uh-huh. at the studio. Uh-huh. But I thought they was in New York. That's hilarious. They in front of the fountain and everything else. The lovely magic of Hollywood. The magic of Hollywood. But no, for sure, they were in Burbank. And also, so the role, of course, everybody knows Ross. Uh-huh. David Schwimmer. Yeah. Did you know that that role was basically written for him? No, I didn't know that. So they had this character, and they they knew they wanted this character. They even auditioned in a way for this character. But once they got a full idea of the character they wanted, uh-huh. uh, I think one of the show uh, creators wanted it for David Schwimmer and was thinking about his voice and wrote for his voice. Really? And then after he auditioned, it was like a done deal. Like, 
that's who oh, we're wow. going to continue writing for. So let me face. understand this. Did they know David Swimmer before? I think one of the showrunners did. So knew, they knew, like, I kind of want this actor I kind of want this actor. Role. But they still had people auditioning. Right. Because um, Eric McCormick, Will yeah. and Grace, yes. he yeah. auditioned for that same thing. Ah. But the writers had already kind of, it's like for David's voice. But uh, I think Eric McCormick, Let's a lot of people know, like, yeah, I auditioned for Ross before. Yeah, you know, right, right. But that's Hollywood. Everybody's I still can't imagine. Stuff. No, and of course, you know, of course, I can't imagine it because that's all I saw. Right. <laughs> but I cannot imagine anybody else being Ross. That voice, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. the mannerisms, the the just everything. And yeah. even when he played that giraffe on Madagascar, uh-huh. that was Ross. Right. Right. So that's what I love is that. That like that that you know that was meant for him, and we got Will and Grace. Oh, he and went we got, on like he went on to be right. Oh yeah, the he most was, amazing character of yeah, Will. He's amazing, and so everything but has for a reason. My thing is is this like what gets me sometimes, and also kind of gets me down in a way, is that music and television and movies mm-hmm. it's like this time capsule thing mm-hmm. where everything is stuck in that time. Yeah, you can go back, you can look, but then when you think about how much time has passed, it's like. Oh, Golden Girls, they all gone. Well, I know. Betty's still here, but I they know. all gone. Yeah. When you think about friends, they all done got so much older and they mm-hmm. were like my age yeah. at that time, you know? Because uh, Lisa Kudrow was on, it was in my head, then it left. I think it was Scandal. It was either Scandal or How to Get Away with Murder. I don't, I don't know. I think the it was Scandal. That. But she just seemed so much older. Still Lisa Kudrow, still mm-hmm. whatever, still funny. Mm-hmm. Um, even though she wasn't doing comedy. It's just okay. like her things about her are still funny. But I just was thinking, like, man, so much time has passed. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. When you look at these movies, like I think you're right. The nineties again, obviously it's nostalgia, right? Mm-hmm. And we're like, that's twenty years ago. And you know that's what else? Twenty years ago. I'll think about twenty years ago. What else I think about is and not just because I live here, but because of social media, because of the age we're in, Hollywood, mm-hmm. in the general sense, mm-hmm. seems so much more accessible. Even though it's really not, mm-hmm. it seems so much more accessible now because of social media. Because oh, yeah. we get to be in the lives of all these people, the stuff yeah. we've always wanted. Yeah, which we I, I still celebrate Michael Jackson for mm-hmm. is that privacy. Um, even in the midst of every celebrity having privacy, mm-hmm. you like didn't really get to know much about Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. And that's why I still love so much for the people who are still like that, like the Beyonce's mm-hmm. where she only gives you this much. Yeah. You don't get to really know what's going on. And then people just want to know. Right. Like, we want to know. Right. Whereas other people, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, mm-hmm. but other people give so much on social media. So then it becomes, they become more common. Yeah. And they're still yeah. celebrated. They still will sell out a show. But, it's not that same celebrity mm-hmm. where you just now you see them you're like oh my right, god because right. I don't even know well, what did she eat today right right somebody else put they had bacon and eggs you know we didn't have social all we had was magazines all we had was magazines so if they didn't get a write up in magazines then we really didn't know what was going on or you have to watch Entertainment Tonight right to but find out even that thought of Hollywood like that 80s and 90s mm-hmm. Hollywood just the music the colors mm-hmm. how they dressed mm-hmm. it was just like that's that's something up there yeah. that I can't reach, but I can always like view on TV yeah. and I can whatever. And yeah. I just, I just still love that nineties view of just Hollywood and celebrities and even the pictures. Cause the quality was not as good as it is now, but right. it still was better than anything else right. back then. Right. So everything just looks so polished. And right. so I don't know. I love it. The cars, uh-huh. the, 
it's just this it's this very elegance it, i think obviously it invokes nostalgia in yeah. us because along with these memories like i said my personal story of i knew where i was in school i remember when i went to go see jurassic park i remember so that's like we're talking about our childhood we're talking about our childhood mm -hmm. memories so these shows are a part of our childhood just yeah. like when our parents were growing up and it was just like the jeffersons or you know it was maybe um the 70s shows all those old uh what gun was it smoke. yeah gun like oh well we go and all the way like, back that's why I, you know like uh, my grandpa sits and still watches West. right it's right like, that's what he watched well westerns dominated television yeah. back in the 40s and the 50s yeah. 60s even right so i think that's why my mom her favorite genre was westerns because that's what they grew it wasn't really super super sci-fi yeah, and no. you know definitely was no reality tv but so i think it's amazing that where we are now those 90s they were colorful man yeah, it's just colorful and just music uh, and the spice just, girls like you talking about the even the r&b and the music videos remember the lenses the fisheye lens with all uh -huh. those missy elliott videos and oh, total yeah. and you know swv it's just like that that fisheye lens and the i it feel like everybody's doing a one hour photo remember yes. one hour photo everybody used to go one hour photo <laughs> everything was shiny everything was shiny was and glossy this. i love doing this episode of the show because i was like oh my god in addition what's crazy to that is even learning about just tv and tv even more so than movies mm -hmm. Um, cause that all influenced culture, but TV was in your household mm -hmm. and this is still a time where families came together to watch TV mm -hmm. and things were a little more of a spectacle. Things yeah. were a little, cause you, of course you had to watch it at that time. Right. Cause you were still going to miss right. it. Ain't nobody was D TV on no DVR, record no TV, DVR, you couldn't nothing. watch it on your phone. Right. So that was what it was. Yes. So now you have this, this, I felt like more work in a way was put into adapting to that mm -hmm. because now you can, you know, I can just lay in my, as a kid, mm -hmm. I can lay in my bed, get on my phone. Mm -hmm. What's the trends right now? Right. What's the whatever? Right. Back then you had to go, you had to watch and study. And if your parents weren't for it, you had to, that hard to be mental. Well, and you go to your room and yes. you, you go and figure your life out. How many times did we go to school the next day? And if you did not see it, you just didn't see you it. You just didn't see it. You couldn't Everybody go on YouTube and watch the performance. Right. Like MTV music awards were big in the nineties. Mm -hmm. MTV movies, Movie awards were big in the 90s. Yes. So there are these moments that happened during the presentation of those awards. And some of our favorite TV show people came on. Some of my favorite movie people came on. They were hosting these awards. You could not go to school and hold your head up high if you did not see it in real time. Same thing with Friends. So if you missed that episode that week. You missed it. And the next day you go to school. Did you see when Ross said Rachel to his new wife? Right. Obviously, that was a moment that somebody was talking about at high school people, the next day. People talked about all these things. And you had to. And I, I'm just grateful. Grateful that I came at the time that I came. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm grateful because I experienced the tail end of it uh -huh. and the beginning of the 2000s, which we started to transition into all this. Yeah. But I still, I didn't get no DVR and I wasn't able to really watch that until I was basically an older teen. Right. Right. <laughs> but still, even back then, it was just like to be a kid and mm -hmm. to know, like, I remember the days, okay, Blockbuster was a big ass deal. Oh, absolutely. We're talking and about the I 90s. I remember the days, I had Butch, I don't know if you're listening, Butch. Butch was like, 
every kid's hero uh-huh. <laughs> for many reasons. Uh-huh. And Butch would be like, oh, everybody come over my house. Have a whole youth department come over. Uh-huh. And Butch would rent a PlayStation. Butch uh-huh. would rent all these things. Because a lot of times you couldn't, you, you didn't just have like right. money to just be having game systems. Right. So then Butch would rent the games and everybody like had the games. And uh-huh. every, it was just these times where you had to go to Blockbuster to rent. You rented a system. Well, people do a rent a center for a system now, mm-hmm. but I mean, mm-hmm. you rent a, a system and that system got to go back. Right. <laughs> You're not right. You rent a system. You rent these things and you go, I remember going to Blockbuster and I loved it for many reasons. I loved just being in the atmosphere, mm-hmm. looking at all the movies and everything. Mm-hmm. But my favorite part was getting candy when you get in line. Oh, yes. <laughs> they knew how to get that impulse buy. Listen, I was like, my All the candy in the world was right there at that register, wasn't it? And I love that you go into that first, well, I, how our Blockbuster was set up is you kind of go in and there's uh-huh. like this glass on the side of you uh-huh. and there's the little video drop uh-huh. and then you go through a door to the main blockbuster yeah, yeah. maybe because we was in Vallejo but okay. Okay. <laughs> ours was a little more guarded when you walked in okay okay but still I just remember that tape drop mm-hmm. I remember the people like smiling remember like, your blockbuster card thank you God. with your oh. blockbuster card out yes I now wait did y'all have Hollywood in LA we had Hollywood Hollywood video, Hollywood video. we sure did let me tell you how petty they were in Vallejo there was Blockbuster, and right across the street was Hollywood. <laughs> was Hollywood media. And we would go back and forth, yep. whatever, yeah. whoever had it. Because I was about to say, if Blockbuster didn't have the movie, you go, you to, go Hollywood. to Hollywood. So it made sense. So they got um, some great business out of us because we needed to know who had what. Because obviously, and you would get so mad if you went and they didn't return your movie. Like, oh, I'm sorry, it's, they haven't returned it yet. Oh be like, What? Nope, nobody has it. Uh, what do you mean? Or we could extend it. Remember yeah. when you could extend your video? Yeah. Like, I would like to keep this for one And they would more have day. the previews of stuff going on right, on the TV. Right, right, right. Remember when you would look up and they had the marquee board about yes. what movies had just come in? Yes, I remember and that. And then they would have dates. So you'd be like, oh, I need to come back because Terminator 2 is going to be here on Friday. And listen, I remember. Oh, the 90s. The 90s. And I also remember. Uh, well, not remember. One thing that is kind of sad uh-huh. is that now, back in my hometown, the old Hollywood is an auto parts store. Oh. And the old Blockbuster is a Starbucks. <laughs> like. Because there was really no Starbucks back in the oh, 90s no. like that. No, you know? No. It's funny. Michael Gutierrez, if you're listening, he posted um, famous 90s commercials for girls. Mm. And I literally watched this five minute. I love watching those. Of old. I was like, oh, my God, I remember this. So all this kind of put me in the nostalgic mode because I started that this morning Mm -hmm. knowing that we were going to record today about the 90s. I remember liking all the girl commercials. And Uh then when the uh, boy commercials came on with all, like, the G.I. Joe and Uh everything, I was Uh like, oh. Okay. Oh my God. But let the easy bake and all the doll stuff come on. I was like, yes, that's, that's a commercial. Hilarious. Oh, of course, that I was, was not celebrated. But <laughs> who cares? I was definitely all boy in my childhood. I yeah. loved He Man and I loved the G.I. Joes and Transformers mm-hmm. and all that. It was kind of more 80s, but definitely was into the uh, the toys. I get it. I get it. Y'all. I had, wait, I had a Ken doll. Because, uh-huh. of course, they still bought me all the boy toys. Uh-huh. I had a Ken doll uh-huh. that you could shave. Do you remember that? No, not at all. So <laughs> it was something that you do, and they give you a little razor, but I'll end up losing the razor. Uh-huh. But I found out you could do it with your finger, too. Uh-huh. And if you press hard enough, his uh, beard goes away. But oh, it's almost like a my... mood ring kind of thing. Got it. It goes away, and then after time... It grows back flow, up. Oh, my God. And I used to be shaving Ken. I'd wake up in the morning like, Ken, it's, I mean, not Ken, <laughs> Ken, why is your beard back already? That That's hilarious. how I used to feel in my mind. Now I got to shave him again. That is hilarious. I was Ken's, the Ken doll, was his name Kenneth? Uh, no, his name was just Ken. Are you sure? 
I'm positive. I think his name is Kenneth Dahl. No, it's Ken. <laughs> you know what? Okay. <laughs> Can I tell you that I always tell people when I'm at Starbucks, now that we're talking about Starbucks, and I go, and they go, who is this? I said, Ken. They go, who? Kim? And I'm like, do I have an accent? Like, nobody gets Ken. And then what I always do, Ken from Ken and Barbie. Oh, okay. They always get it when I say Ken from yeah. Ken and Barbie. But I thought Ken was so common. I'm like, Ken. Mm-hmm. They're like, Kim? Keen? I get Kim or Keen. Mm-hmm. And so I have to take ownership. I'm like, I don't know if I'm not saying it right. You're not. And I'm like, I am saying it right. You're I just realized. Just I, <laughs> I don't know why people just can't get Ken. <laughs> Ken? Kim? Oh. Ken, like Ken and Barbie? Oh, Ken. I just think people don't really listen. They're not. That's what it is. People aren't listening. Ain't nobody got my Nobody's name right. Nobody's listening. Uh, everybody got attention deficit disorder. Um, but, oh, go ahead. I wanted to ask you if you saw yourself in any of those characters. Like, who was the character that you loved the most? I think, quite honestly, if I really saw myself in a character on Friends... I really loved all the, I loved every single character. Mm-hmm. Let me be completely honest. Mm-hmm. You but saw I yourself think, as Rachel. I think I'm a little, right. I think I'm a little bit of a Ross. Okay. okay. I think I'm a Ross because. Producer Brandon is giving him the eye. I think I'm a bit of a Ross producer Brandon knows friends. He's seen every episode. So. Ross was like, to me, Ross was like almost the boy Phoebe in a way, even though Ross was, wasn't he a paleontologist? Mm-hmm. I was about to say, he's smart. He's really smart. But he's seen, in my, from what I remember, he always seemed like, the guy ditzy to me like mm-hmm. it was things about him that and i consider myself to mm-hmm. be ditzy i own mm-hmm. it and it's just like certain things about him i just remember i really enjoyed uh, and i see myself in it you're definitely more of a ross than a joey because yeah. joey was the male blonde so yeah. yeah joey yeah. was the dumb blonde but yeah he was not. yeah you're definitely more of a ross I, I couldn't give myself a channel. Which guy am I? Oh, it, what's interesting what's oh. funny what's random is that when everyone read the script uh, everyone, including the actor, now I'm forgetting his name, that played Chandler. What's his name? Oh is it Matt LeBlanc? No, no Matt Joey. LeBlanc is Joey. Um, Chandler uh, is. Come on, y'all, help us real quick. I'm sorry, you guys. I didn't really watch the show. I always forget his name. Um, Matt. Uh, is that uh, Matthew Perry? Matthew Perry. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yes, it is Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. Uh huh. So Matthew Perry and everybody else, they were convinced from the script mm-hmm. that Chandler was gay. Oh no! Really? Yeah, from like that first like episode. Okay, um, okay. And it, I thought that was so funny that they all really just. I never got a gay vibe from Chandler's character at all. They all went straight to that. There was gay vibes. It's funny you mentioned that. I was waiting for the storyline to come out that Ross was gay. Oh yeah, yeah. And he, they never went there. I just interesting. The way he played his character and over the years, mm-hmm. it's like I can't believe they never capitalized on that. Right. Yeah. Well, which character would you guys say I am? From friends, which um, personality I most like? Your coffee server number one. Oh, mm, no, number two. Oh, hmm. okay. Yeah. No, uh, Kenneth. Yeah, so I, I really. Deal with, this is what I got to deal with every damn week. If I'm gonna give out of the mm. male characters, you gonna give me Chandler. No, I'm going to tell you why I'm giving you Chandler, because I am. I knew it. I knew it. The reason I'm giving you Chandler is because Chandler, out of the guys, had the most, from what I remember, had the most, like, personality, just kind of just out there, just kind of, like, saying stuff. He had something different than Joey was just more of, like, a just this, huh, mm-hmm. and Ross just was everywhere else. So mm-hmm. I guess the closest one would be Chandler. I 
feel like he's a cross between a Monica and a Phoebe. Oh. I think a little more Phoebe than Monica, but a cross between Monica and Phoebe. Now, what was Monica's personality? I know who played her, but... Monica was a little neurotic. She was uh, everything in its place. Must be in its place. Keep the house clean. She loved to cook. Um, I was trying to give you a guy, so I'm sorry. She um, kind of wanted to run everything. Mm. You know, I agree with Brandon now. (laughs) Wow. So I'm basically a neurotic person who wants everything in its place with a clean house, and I want to run everything. And you know what? Monica liked patchouli. Great. There it is, you guys. (laughs) So I'm Monica. And uh, <laughs> but you're uh, also a Phoebe because you're also kind of s- silly. Oh, that's a kind way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think we're gonna take a break. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we're gonna give you guys our honorable mentions and must watch. This is Rhonda with Rhonda's Tutoring Service. Who? Rhonda. What? Affordable tutoring service. When? Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Not Sunday, because that's when power come on. Uh Uh-huh. Where? 7625 Figueroa. Why? Because we love children. Honey, let me tell you something. If your child don't learn, (laughs) they stupid. Let me have you uh, hear one of my children's. They the ones who work with the kids. Ronnie? Ronnie? Ronnie, I have a question. Latanyasha, I already told you. But, but. You gotta just sit down and do it. Just but, do it. But. Two plus two is four. You dumb, do it. But no, that's not how my mama said. Latavia, listen to me. I don't know why I work here with these ghetto ass kids. Latavia, just do it. Just no, do it. No, but I, I don't know how. Latavia, listen. Oh my God, I just gotta go get me a drink. This is a retarded thing. I'm just stupid. I don't even like why doing this. Two I'm plus two. Two plus two. That's right, Ronnie loved the kids in the community. He's a pillar and an example and a mentor. Uh-huh. Come on down to Rhonda's tutoring service. Next, we have my another adult daughter, Keisha. She work at the DMV, but when she's not at the DMV, she here working with kids. Keisha? Miss Keisha, Miss Keisha. What? Oh. I told you but, already. You Why? I just broke my nail. But I What just, is the answer? I don't know the question. You don't know the question? But, but why are you worse than my DMV customers? I can't take I, this I, anymore. What is wrong with you? I need help. Oh my God. That's right. That's my baby Keisha. She's so patient with the kids. Uh-huh. Who? Rhonda's tutoring service. What? Affordable tutoring service. When? Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. But not on Sundays, because that's when power come on. Where? 762 Figueroa. You know what? If your child don't learn, child, they stupid. <gasps> that smile is fake. I'm not even smiling. No, when you smile, that was a fake smile. I'm not, now I know what I'm your fake smile is. I'm not smiling. You're not smiling now, but when you did smile, I was, I was never fake. smiling just a minute ago. You weren't. <laughs> I know now what your fake smile is. You know what? A lot I of times. I learned something new. I have check. to do that because I'm dealing with your spirit. I thought you had to do that because the voices all start talking at once. No, those are angels. Oh, I don't think there's any angels talking in your mind. I am convinced that it's all demons. No. Oh, you're not going to talk about this because we know what's going on with you. 
You believe you know in what? horoscopes. So you, you know always, you ain't got no angels talking to you. I just said I don't believe <laughs> no. in horoscopes. You the one that <laughs> you, said you do. You said know, you like horoscopes. He know everything listen, about that demonic sign. I said astrology. Delma, did you hear that? And listen, your main sign, you demon. a fire sign. So hey, you already got a, I don't, you got a prophecy the for hell. You the got fire a of the Holy Ghost. Prophecy for hell. Pentecostal fire. Yay! Oh, Shanerabusa. I got a... Pentecostal fire in me. And I want to talk to y'all about my honorable mentions. I just want to let everybody know the other day I went to the bathroom and I walked past Ken's room and the door was cracked open and he was watching Sabrina and he was doing satanic rituals. <laughs> I'm going to let everybody know. Listen, I was doing satanic rituals so that um, Marcel's would have male pattern badness. <laughs> All right. That's what that was. Just know his hair going to start thinning out in the next six months. You was going to uh, I play domino, you play domino. Yeah, I was burning a candle. <laughs> Chanting. I took some of his hair while he was asleep. Um, let's talk about our honorable mentions. Can we for a minute? Let's do it. <sighs> oh, you guys. This was so tough. I'm going to make this real quick because I know this has been a long episode, but we are so hyped about the 90s. Okay. Honorable mention. I'm going to make this a very quick list. The Usual Suspects. Amazing. Oh, fam. yes. Kevin Spacey. Oof. I know he's canceled, but at this time he was not. Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Act like he wasn't canceled at all. Amazing. Anthony Hopkins ruled this movie. Jodie Foster. Ugh, so amazing. Terminator 2, Judgment Day, gave us T2000, which will always... What's the name? T2000? T1000? T1000, which will go down as one of the most amazing villains of all time in the, in the world of sci-fi. Anybody that can turn to liquid metal and go through bars. Listen. That, that, it's, what's cooler than that? Really? A shape-shifting robot? Linda Hamilton. Uh, Linda Hamilton was amazing. Absolutely, but I I think a movie is not only as good as its villain. And then last, but definitely not least, you cannot talk about the '90s without talking about Clueless. Oh my God! I am just in awe of what this movie did for us. Oh yeah! Shout out to Amy Heckler who wrote and directed this movie. I think it was really amazing because it was from a woman's perspective. And so there was none of this misogynistic other, you know, these characters were well fleshed out, well developed. So authentically amazing. Just, you know what it was? It was just fun. Fun, 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 fun. And Paul Rudd. Oh, what a cool guy. We all fell in love with Paul Rudd because of Clueless. And he has been the same lovable, affable person in Ant-Man. I, I feel like Ant-Man is still Paul Rudd from Clueless. Like, yeah. that is the same guy from Clueless mm -hmm. who helped poor Cher when she came home from her horrible dime out, and he just was there for her. And it was a little weird because they were supposed to be, like, step-siblings. But once we got past that, it was okay. You guys, that's my those are my honorable mentions uh, for the 90s. In all of those movies, for Clueless was, was going to be my fave, and I was going to make Jurassic Park an honorable mention. Really? But I switched it up at the last minute because I thought about that personal. Clueless was the that movie. The personal memory that went along with Jurassic Park, whereas Clueless, amazing, but I don't necessarily have a personal memory. Mm -hmm. I know my mom loved Clueless. She loved Clueless. Yeah. That was, so I can say that was a personal memory, but... Alicia Silverstone, Stacey Dash, Brittany Murphy, rest in peace, Brittany. Amazing movie. 
I like Alicia. And I just think I love all the, the words and the lingo that Clueless came up with. And you know, the colors. Bright colors oh, yeah. There. Everyone was just like fully amazing color. Just a cool movie. Right, y'all? Okay. I just was, I just remember like thinking like, wow, mm-hmm. that's down there in LA. <laughs> right. <laughs> like that's just, I, yeah. I, I just remember all that. It was definitely LA vibe with Clueless. You're absolutely right. It LA was, was definitely on the mark. In Beverly Hills, really. Beverly, no, really. Yeah, Beverly it was, Hills. It was all about Beverly Hills. And I love a good makeover movie where you take a character who's an underdog and they make her over. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that they weren't mean. They were yeah. really popular, but that's it. They were popular, but they weren't mean girls mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mean girls, what's her name was like mean when they took Lindsay Lohan in. And mm-hmm. they had like devious ulterior motives. Cher, Dion, they <laughs> really did care for Britney's yeah. character. And I think that was very endearing. So, I don't know, I was always empathetic and sympath- sensitive as a kid. And I was like, oh, I really liked it. They really did like her genuinely. Um, it would have been so different to, for me like to be that age in the 90s. They're doing a... Um, a reading where Issa Rae is playing Cher. Yeah. And Amanda Seals. But I can't, it's in San Francisco. And it's like a mm-hmm. hundred bucks. Yeah. And they're going to be doing um, that in Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion, which is also another amazing movie. But I wish I can go. Could you imagine them reading? They're doing a table read of freaking Clueless. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you guys. If I had to talk about a must watch. This came at the very end, 1999, and it changed my life. The Matrix. Oh, yeah. You cannot, and I mean, you cannot unsee Trinity. Oh, no. Jumping up to kick, freeze frame, 360-degree rotation, push play, action resumes, and she kicks the hell out of the agent. Oh, that was, that, that was what? Amazing. What? Again, another honest, beautiful, creative advance where technology did not get in the way of the film. It got, we got more into the film because of technology. Uh People talked about the use of CGI and special effects. I get it. You got some purists out there. But what the Matrix did with CGI and special effects, that stuff was all on the forefront. I I think I mentioned this before, but... um side to side documentary mm-hmm. with Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We've got to watch it. Yeah. You mentioned Cause this. he definitely really goes into a really, a really big debate mm-hmm. in the uh, cinematic world mm-hmm. about that. You right. Know, that right. classic shooting, shooting in film. Right. Versus like, like it, it, it's really, it helps. If and the fact that he's the, the one. Right. Right. It is right. If y'all need to go back and watch something based off of this show, please go back and watch The Matrix. Sci-fi at its finest. Oh, yeah, for sure. There was a little bit of controversy because there was some, you know, something about African-American author who wrote the movie and then the Wachowskis came in and took it. They settled out of court. Mm-hmm. So let's just say that. And uh, so obviously there must have been some truth to something because you don't settle out of court for a lie right. yeah but i mean what's new <laughs> right so to my black sister out there who wrote this movie and there was some issues about stealing and stuff like that y'all it happens disney yeah. we, they they stole a lot of stuff let's not lie but the point is i'm glad that we can put aside the controversy and at the end of the day say what they did do with the content was pretty freaking phenomenal so controversy aside, I love, love, love this film. So if anybody out there who's going to hear this and be like, yeah, but what about 
I'm acknowledging it, but I still want to say it was uh, well written. These characters, I mean, we got like a couple of more um, sequels out of this. It was mm-hmm. a great story. I'm not necessarily happy with how it all wrapped up, but I will say The Matrix is by far one of my favorite must-watches of the 90s. So, Yes. That's it. And when we talk about these must-watch, you know, I want to say all the time, like, well, you know, you can go to Netflix or something. But, uh-huh. you know, maybe Netflix be taking stuff off. Right, movie. right. But I feel like these days with YouTube, you can find something. Yeah, yeah. You can find old shows. That's it true. may not be the best quality, but, hey. That's true. You guys can go and it. rent these movies, too. So, like you, I had to pull it up so I could look. Because I remember looking at this earlier, and I was like, uh, I know. I don't even have to write this down because it's I, so much. Yeah. As far as my honorable mentions are concerned, there's a slew of them. Uh-huh. And it's literally me just naming that other people can call out to because they're just 90 shows so i'll say that then i'll say my must watch but of course honorable mentions i've already talked about fresh prince mm-hmm. classic yeah. yeah you got boy meets world which robert talked about you mm-hmm. got full house mm-hmm. you got buffy because i watched a little bit of buffy but you know producer brandon that's his show yeah that was you his show x files which i love because i was always creepy oh i love x files are you kidding me? i didn't get fully into seinfeld but i appreciate its impact mm-hmm. You got Family Matters. Mm. I remember Dawson's Creek. Oh, I was yes. never a big fan of 90210. I wasn't either. But I had a lot of friends who were, and they Love really Dawson's took that Creek, serious. Though. Yeah. Home Improvement. That's a good oh. 90s show. Yeah. I just remember him always looking over that fence. Oh, did yeah. Did he pass away or something? I think he did. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wasn't uh, name Mr. Wilson? Yeah. Um, yeah. The Simpsons. Oh, Groundbreaking. That is that. That's been on forever. Groundbreaking. That's every decade show. Yeah. Of course, you got the real Sabrina that don't worship Satan. You got oh, yes. Sister Sister, the show you auditioned for. Yeah. Ain't that amazing? Yes. You got. I didn't really watch my so-called life. I didn't really watch Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. but Clarissa explains it all. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nickelodeon. Oh yeah. Of course, Saturday Night Live. I was never a big, big fan of Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. only because I just didn't watch it that much. Yeah. As I got older, I started to see. I was like, you know what? I like this this sketch. Uh-huh. But if I go animated, Rugrats. And I could just go down the list and name yeah. millions of shows. Yeah. Like the 90s. But what I was thinking is, what do I think people must watch? Now, it came between two. Okay. One, I was going to pick. But I'm like, most people have seen this. Especially most people my age. Okay. Because I feel like if you're older than my age, you probably didn't really care about it. Mm-hmm. If you're younger than my age, it was gone. Okay. And that was Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, I love Dexter's Listen Laboratory. That show. D-D. That show was D-D, get everything. Out of my lab. You know that show started with a sketch of a ballerina. Oh no. I didn't know that. And which became his sister. And right. That's how it started. But that's not my must watch. Oh, okay. My actual must, 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 must watch is Mad TV. Oh. That really to surprised me, you would pick that. Listen. That to me was, an excellent was what I guess Saturday Night Live is to many other people. Mm-hmm. Now I know that Mad TV was almost like the great value <laughs> Saturday Night Live. But for some reason, I stumbled upon Mad TV before Saturday Night Live. And okay. as a kid, it's going to sound funny. I used to think that like Saturday Night Live was copying off of Mad TV. <laughs> like I, For some reason, I didn't oh, realize that Saturday Night Live came yeah. way before. Right, 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 right. But anyway, Mad TV, and it came from the Mad Magazine and yep. you know, the whole Mad situation. Yep. But for me, it's instilled in my brain because mm-hmm. you got, what I do? What I do? Mm-hmm, you got, mm-hmm. uh, let me do it. Uh-huh. Carl, Carl. You got all uh-huh. these characters that I remember. Oh, yeah. And my favorite was the uh, the guy, I forgot his name, but he did the, he was basically like a UPS guy, but he couldn't oh, yeah. sit still. Yeah, Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar. Yep. You got all these people. And then you start going I up, you got Aerie Spears. Right. I don't want to do Right. 
Carolina Stewart. And it's like these characters. Yeah. Right. All these characters are made. Precious moments. Right. I just remember Mad TV remember? was. He looking like a man. He looking like, yes. Why did I not? Listen, Miss Swan. Miss Swan? She was the character from Mad TV. Uh, the character. You guys like Family Guy. That's Miss Swan. That's Miss Swan who plays the mom. Yeah, she plays Lois. She does the voice of you Lois. You had so many people that did so much. You had Michael Aerie Keegan. Spears on there. He did a lot. Keegan-Michael Key. Keegan-Michael Key. And Jordan Peele were mm-hmm. both on, um, on that. I just I don't know I just remember that that was um, I think remember what's Deborah, her name I forget her name, name. Deborah Deborah she did uh, Whitney, Whitney Houston oh she did Whitney Bobby at one Bobby, point Bobby, she Bobby. said they said when they 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 copied that iconic interview that yes. Whitney should not have done yes bless they her copied heart. that iconic interview where they really finally got to ask Whitney like girl you doing drugs right and Whitney was like well, I ain't never did crack. Uh-huh. I made too much money. And they right. made fun of that. And he said, well, do you do crystal meth? And she said, yeah, I do crystal Oh, now Matt TV. She said, uh-huh. yeah, I do crystal meth. Merry crystal meth, miss. Like, <laughs> I remember that and from a kid. And I haven't seen that as an adult. So yeah. that's like still in my brain yeah. from a kid. Yeah. Matt TV was pretty dope. But that's my must watch. If you have never seen Matt TV, please find on YouTube. Go find a way to watch all these characters. See these like random things. So much more happens now. There's so many different things going on now. But... It's so good to kind of go back and see all these things. That kind of opened the door for a lot of things now. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, one thing we want to say, in honor of movies from the 90s, uh, 1991 Boys in the Hood debuted. And John Singleton gave us this extraordinary view into life in the South Central. And so in honor of the passing of John Singleton, uh, since the last episode aired, and when you'll hear this one, we just want to give a shout out to an amazing director, the first African-American to be uh, nominated for an Oscar for Best Director at 20 freaking three years old. That's crazy. Um, Mr. John Singleton, we will always be thankful and grateful for putting um you know a a, a spotlight on african-american narratives and stories and characters and kind of open the door for some amazing talent that's now household names yeah so in honor of the 90s we got to meet john singleton and all his amazing characters all throughout the 90s starting with uh boys in the hood in 1991 that's crazy so on that note i was one you okay all right so thank you all for listening marcellus where can they find us they can find 29 year old me at marcellus underscore kid where can they find you they can find 39 year old me at ken brown 79 (laughs) yes like a fine wine like a fine wine 79 i like rooftop cinemas walks on the beach and Korean barbecue. Um, and one more thing, Kenneth Brown. Um, I want to see if you know. Where can they find us? They can find us at My Fave. My Fave what, Kenneth? My Fave Podcast. Yes. Oh. Why you don't think I be knowing? Because you don't. Why are you sitting here testing me? We are in the eighth episode. This is the ninth episode of the second season. Don't be testing my knowledge about My Fave. You, you, Did okay. I not tell them where they can find us? With assistance, you did. No, there was no assistance. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and go. There was no assistance. I knew exactly where they could find us. God bless you. Y'all, listen to the show. I may or may not be back next week. <laughs> I'm still waiting to get paid. Bye. I'm so <laughs>